0: Today's scripture readings don't sound particularly linty, do they? Other than Judas, there's no focus on our shortcomings. The passages are about praising God and the wonderful deeds God has done and the hope we have in the resurrection of Jesus. Forget your past deeds, great and ill. Rejoice in Jesus in the narrative of redemption, salvation, reconciliation, restoration, and recreation that is unfolding. Mary was rejoicing in that narrative when she anointed Jesus' feet. She was spending time with the Lord rejoicing in the narrative of love and forgiveness which he gave. Now some folks say that we Christians spend too much time praying and worshiping God, too much time being like Mary, that instead we should take that time to be out serving the poor. That's what Judas said when he anointed, when Mary anointed Jesus' feet. Jesus' response was, you always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. Now, Jesus wasn't saying, don't serve the poor. Jesus spent a lot of his ministry serving and healing the poor. He also spent a lot of time in prayer and worship. Jesus knew that our hope lies not in ourselves, but in God. Jesus knew that if we're really going to bring healing to the world, we must be rooted firmly in God with our hope resting squarely on God. That way, when we serve the poor, we can bring healing for the body as well as healing for the soul. That healing of the soul is ultimately accomplished by God, and we have a part to play in that healing, helping to heal people in this life and giving people the hope of God's continued healing in our lives after this life. Today's passages of Scripture remind us that we were formed as God's people, To focus our hope for life in heaven. To bring that hope to others and to praise God. Our lives unquestionably have a focus and a point right here and now. Our earthly lives are important in and of themselves. Our lives are also pointing to something more. Something greater beyond this life. We're striving for this life and for the continued life after this life. In childhood, by analogy... Kids are hopefully enjoying life, simply for the sake of enjoying life each day. Kids are also, at the same time, becoming who they are going to be. Generally speaking, a more joyful childhood would lead to a more joyful adulthood. So we are constantly becoming who we want to be, who we're going to be. Our lives and how we live our lives are important for the here and now and for the continued life after this life. Our hope for this life and the next, however, is not placed in ourselves, but in God. Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I'm about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? God spoke these words through Isaiah to the people of Israel when they were about to be restored after their captivity in Babylon. And God speaks these words continually to all creation. Do not remember the former things. Consider not the things of old. I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Can you not perceive it? Forget your past deeds, good and ill, God is saying, for I will make all things new. I will restore you and heal you. I will forgive you and love you. That's the cornerstone of our hope in God. As Paul wrote in the Philippians, his letter to the Philippians, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. I've just begun reading a book called Revealing Heaven by the Reverend John Price, who is a priest in the Diocese of Texas, whom I have known since seminary. And in his book, John writes about near-death experiences, about people who have died and come back to life been resuscitated. And over the years, John has collected over 200 stories of people who have had these experiences. And so he wrote this book to describe what was revealed to these people about God and about heaven during these near-death experiences, their continued life after this life. John writes, God loves us and understands us. God forgives us and redeems us. God takes care of us, especially in our hour of greatest need. God is always present in our lives. We are a soul with a temporary body. Death is only a moment in the ongoing life of a consciousness, of a person, of a soul. Those words describe some of the basic elements of our faith and our hope in God. And yet it is faith and hope which many people, even some Christians, don't have. Now, Kirk was one of the such person who John describes in his book. He was dying of cancer, and while he was a Christian, he was terrified of death. so John met him in the hospital and shared several of the stories. He was one of his parishioners, and he shared some of the stories he'd heard about near-death experiences, meeting loved ones, seeing this person of light, and experiencing peace and love and forgiveness. In hearing these stories and becoming to believe in heaven for the first time in his life, Kirk became joyful rather than afraid of death. John writes, It was clear to me that Kirk knew that no matter what happened, God would take care of him. He had accepted in his heart God's invitation to unconditional and eternal love with immediate acceptance into heaven after one's death. Kirk died a few weeks later, joyful, Looking forward to this next great adventure. Proclaiming this good news so that others like Kirk, or two others like Kirk, is a large part of why we were formed as God's people. God formed us so that people might might not despair out of their fear of death, but might rejoice in the next great adventure to which death is but a doorway. For I give water in the wilderness, we hear from Isaiah, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people, the people whom I formed for myself so that they might declare my praise. We were formed as a people to hope in God and to share that hope with others. Now, I started today's sermon by pointing out that our passages of Scripture didn't seem particularly linty, not a great focus on our sin or our need for repentance Today, Today's passages of Scripture remind us of why we would focus on our sins and have a need for repentance. We focus on our need for healing so that we might more fully experience God's love and forgiveness, peace in this life. And focus on our need for healing so that we might have even greater hope for love and forgiveness and peace in the next life. We're seeking God's help so that we might see clearly our hope in heaven rather than with darkened vision see only this life and the challenges we all face. We're not fixing ourselves to get into heaven. We're seeking God's help to fix us so that we we might unreservedly hope for heaven. Amen.